This week, I have a friend, Marco Lauhiela, who is the founder, CEO, and CTO of a startup solving the problem of data organization in enterprises. We discuss what it's like for him wearing multiple hats in the company, uh, the importance of being able to understand data and understand data visually in order to put it into context in business situations as well as personal situations. We also talk about running. Marco runs every day for exercise. He's pretty obsessed about it, which I find inspiring. He talks about how building this habit has actually made him go out and look for more challenges. Like he actually goes out and looks for difficult things to do. This was a very interesting conversation for me. I hope you enjoy listening. Here's Marco. So how easy is it for you to be a CEO and CTO at the same time? And like you said, now you have all these tools where you don't mm. need to code. Yeah. Do you think that's the future moving forward where it's smaller teams and exactly who's, who, nobody's more committed than the founder? Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that is absolutely true. Uh, unless you, you find a true believer uh, in, in whatever you're bil- uh, building. I mean, mm. so basically the, the situation, uh, we had a, uh, an MVP built in December of two, 2018. And um, I had committed to, to, this, uh, to this person uh, who was the CTO back then. And um, he wasn't committed enough. He was working full-time, another job, basically. Mm. Relevant was a bit of a hobby for him. A great guy. No bad feelings towards him. But the, the thing is, is about uh, if somebody joins a, a company to become a co-founder, you have to commit. Mm. So, so essentially, in uh, we had lengthy, lengthy discussions, and um, we ended up going our separate ways. Uh, it was better for him to concentrate on his day job and his family life, etc. And it was better for for Elephant to to seek a, a new way of doing things. And uh, that's where when I took the CTO role as well. And um, I've been playing around with um, there are lots of no code tools out there so no no code tools i've been using a no code tool called bubble for i don't know uh 2000 since 2014 i think finally they've cracked a few features that were were crucial that we needed in in relevant to to at least build a truly capable viable product that we could actually go and uh, sell to customers. Mm. So um, the the very first relevant demo I did on Bubble, uh, and uh, it was okay, but it was uh, this was in 2017. Mm. So once um, we parted ways with our CTO, I had two choices basically: either shut down Relevant and say, "Well, I couldn't do it; I couldn't find the right people," mm. uh, but I was committed. So um, I took one uh, one last look at uh, the Bubble platform. I took a look at um, at what we wanted to do with Relevant. I stuck some uh, plastic uh, film uh, all over my uh, my office here in in uh, Ivanta and uh, <laughs> drew, drew a lot of notes and wrote down a few things and 
what are the key features? What do I want to accomplish? And can I do this? Well, it took me about two weeks to complete the product. And uh, I've been, of, of course, iterating ever since. And it's, it's basically live right now. Wow. Uh, where, where we couldn't code it with uh, a team of coders in the traditional way. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me talk about uh, data. Like, why is it important for us today, mm -hmm. enterprises, to have simplified data or to be able to visualize it yeah. clearly and simply? Why is that important? Why is that necessary? So the problem with um, different organizations is that data is not connected. That, that's the first problem. So it's not only about what that we're visualizing data, but it's connecting all the data yes. they may have. Uh, so it's not segregated in different silos uh, or, or dis uh, disparate uh, systems. So, so the, the solution to these kind of things are, is not to have more data scientists or uh, specialists that can find this data, but rather making it easier for the average employee in, a, in an organization to be able to ac access information easier yeah and uh we're we're monkeys we're apes we're visual animals so that that's that, that's the approach it, rather than text-based yes we love text and we provide text uh, in in our solution as well but visual is what uh, we can process faster than yeah it's text. it's a primary sense which yeah, is yeah i mean we, we process images many many times quicker than than uh than tech reading a, a bunch of text so when we, we provide a, an image or a, a visual component that, that shows the user, the, the employee, something, uh, they will be able to process that quicker than, than with a keyword search result or a long search result such as in, in, in a Google type of uh, text, text result. So and we're you... saving time, essentially, yeah. and, uh, and helping people make decisions quicker. And do you ever think about how that is essential in the workplace and in personal life like how difficult it is for us to make decisions and to you know just to, uh, to clear data in our personal yeah. lives do you think about yeah. that uh, obviously yes and and actually um as i've been building um, the the application here um i've i've been Focus a lot on on what uh, or different organizations will want in in, um, in in managing, for example, tasks or projects or asset management or knowledge management. But also looking at this from from a personal perspective. So, how would I use or could I use relevant to to manage my personal life better? And the the answer is is actually yes. And and the more I've been looking at this, the more I want to use it for my personal use, because I will be able to create these co uh, connections between data and then find that data much easier. And not just the data, but also see that, oh, actually, I was working on this thing with this customer back then, and then I can go and explore it in more detail. Yeah. But yeah, definitely, it is uh, highly valuable to, to work uh, to approach the, the 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 problem from from the perspective that we're doing right now, yeah, uh, and in also, both in business and personal. Sorry, 
And right. even if you don't use the the actual tool, you mm-hmm. could take some of the philosophies away from it, right? Just in terms of understanding how yeah. different pieces of information that need to be connected and how important it is to connect information. Yeah, and but the thing is that there isn't there isn't a solution out there that could help you do that. The the closest thing we can think about are mind maps where you can create a, a starting point and then you can balloon these nodes to to create a a, a map of of something. Yes. But even mind maps don't show you the the relationship between things. They're just and besides they're just static uh things that don't evolve and are connected to actual data in the background. Um, but there, there aren't any tools where you could say that, hey, this document uh, is connected to this customer uh, or let, let's talk about personal life. Mm. Um, this, this document that I created is a, cre- a link to, to, to this blog post, for example, that, uh, or this um, article that I saw. Yeah, yeah. Even- and and, th- and uh, this path is, is just not, available for anybody to there there are no tools for this yeah but even without the tools like Mm. if we can just talk a little bit about the the need and the importance because i see Mm. you know i wonder if this is a common thing but you know if it's really important for me i'm sure it's important for somebody else things Mm. that we learn things Mm. we learn every day to keep track of that because yeah. as humans and as the amount of noise grows on the internet and in the world, even mm. if you learn something life-changing, there's a very strong chance that it's going to be gone tomorrow because oh, there's yeah. something new comes along. And then if you fail yeah. to connect what you've learned today with what you, what the amazing life-changing thing you learned yesterday, then mm. you're just a goldfish, right? You just yeah, absolutely. It's gone. And, yeah, and and the the way data is siloed uh, in different folders today, yeah, is not how our brains work. So our our brains work in this uh, radiant model where where things are connected to to one another. Yes, well that's that's and, the whole, that's that's how you describe a brain. It's a connected it network is. of neurons. Yeah. So. They're not individual little pieces. Yeah, it's a connected yeah. web. Yeah. And, and if we if we think about how, if you take your your laptop or or your computer right now, they're just things are in folders and not mm. connected to one another. Mm. And that's exact. Or or look at uh, your web browser and you look at bookmarks, for example. They're all in different folders. But it uh, takes me forever to find something. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, Marco. Let me tell you what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, as a new year, this was, I did it kind of as a new year thing, but I did it like a few weeks before new mm-hmm. year. I, I don't know how often people do this, but you know, like when you have Chrome open, for example, and you have mm-hmm. your 20 tabs open and you, yeah. sometimes you accidentally close yep. the whole thing and then you think, oh my God, all yeah, those tabs was- are gone. But I then know. a few seconds later, you feel kind of free. Like, okay, I don't know what I just closed, but yeah, before exactly. you accidentally closed it, it's all there. Like, I, I can't yeah. close this. I need all this. But then you yeah. accidentally close it and it's like, oh, fine. I didn't, you know, the, my life didn't end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so absolutely. I, so I wanted to take that to the next level. Mm-hmm. So what I did a few weeks ago, and I'd been thinking about it for a long time, and finally I did it. I just wiped my computer. 
Oh, wow. I, I wiped it just because, just like you said, I was yeah. really sick of folders mm. and not being able to find anything yeah. and just things things that are just a mess everywhere. So what I did was I plugged in an ex- external hard drive and I took off a bunch of things that first came into my head, like immediately oh, yeah. these are things that I need. And that turned out to be a, quite a small folder. I put all of that into one small external hard drive. So all the things that I need now, and I, and I did this for a few yeah. days. So I thought about it for a few days. Okay, this is all I need. Mm-hmm. And there was a tiny, 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 you know, it was very tiny folder. And then once I had that saved, I zapped the machine and it feels oh. so good. It's completely empty now. There's nothing on there. And then I've copied that little folder back on. And of course, I noticed some things now that I wish yeah. I saved. But yeah. I can regenerate them or I can redo them. Yeah. So I don't know if this is the same topic. This is more about minimalism. But but anyway, the point is how cluttered our data is. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You it's, know, how important it is for us to... To be able to, because to be able to clarify. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, and that, that's kind of how I started with um, with the the new relevant version was that uh, it was getting very cluttered, <clears throat> and I had to clean. I had to start from scratch. I had a very working demo already, but it, it, I just needed to start from scratch, and that's sometimes sometimes a better way of doing things. Um, Mm-hmm. You, you, you may think that you've done something really, really well, but if you lose it, you know, okay, actually, what I did previously was way too complicated or way too simplistic, and, and actually, you can redo it better. Yes, it will take time, but if you, if you have the recollection of what you actually were, had done previously, uh, you may see a path to doing it better on the second time around. But yeah, it is about uh, minimalism a little bit. Um, but I'm, I'm very, very scared of wiping my hard drive. Uh, <laughs> I, I back up my my stuff very often. I have just I'm a mess with this stuff, and that's one of the things that I'd like to to change is is to implement our our interconnection of data to my personal computer and uh, see what happens. Uh, see how I can find information easier and being able to get rid of stuff if if it's not connected to anything and uh, getting rid and I, of stuff is such a yeah. huge thing for me right now yeah yeah uh, yeah it's 2020 so if that's your that's your my thing, thing. i, I want to get rid of stuff the theme of this podcast is noticing obvious things I would like you to give me like one or two obvious things that you've noticed in terms of how to cl- how to clear the clutter of data. Like, give me give me one obvious tip that everybody knows that you know, and it's the most obvious thing. But I want you to say it anyway. Like, what 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 should we do? To streamline well, our data. Um, so, so I would say that finding the multiple instances of the same data, that, that's one thing. I, I know personally that I have multiple instances of, a, of the same picture, photograph yeah. uh, on my computer. Yeah. Um, fi- finding those and saying, okay, 
do I actually need 10 copies of this same photograph? It's labeled underscore two, three, four, five, six. Do I actually need all of these? Okay. Well, uh, then let me take it a step further then, a step earlier maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we stop ourselves? How do we condition our minds so that we don't do that in the first place? Like what, what's causing people to do that in the first place? Uh, we, we, we are kind of hunter-gatherers, so we kind of gather information as well. Yeah, so, we're so we, we, we are hoarders by nature. We 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 don't want to. We're survivalists in 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 a way that we we want to keep what we what we have. Uh, I think one of the best examples that comes to mind is is uh, at least it was uh, Casey Neistat when he had. Um, if you've seen uh, the um, the tours of his uh, old office in New York, where he had kept every single image that he had and every single video that he had ever recorded every no, single, cam- every single camera that he has ever used every single <laughs> thing that he, so he had every single camera that he had ever used in in the past 20 years he mm. still had it uh, in the office and labeled <clears throat> so I, uh, it's, it's kind of because we're flawed in many many ways uh, and also our memories are very flawed we i think we want to keep uh, a box of our memories uh, in in our computers or in wherever they are um, that we don't forget, um, and and because we're ho- hoarders and hunter gatherers yeah. by nature, that that is just a very easy link to make that we don't forget about that thing that we we just learned um, because we are flawed. We we won't remember, and like you said previously about lessons learned. We, we may forget very easily the, the lessons that we just learned. So if we keep those things in, in, a, in a box, in a folder, on a shelf, then we... We think it's going to yeah. be there. Yeah. And that's our motivation. Yeah, that's probably a motivation. And, uh, well, just stepping back into uh, the corporate world, there are companies out there, many, many, many companies out there. I mean, in the thousands that still have systems, databases containing data from the 70s. They don't know what's in those databases, but they, they're afraid of pulling the plug. Mm. So, so, and you, you will need specialists to go through these and, um, and you don't know what's valuable and what's not because it's not connected. It's just a separate system sitting somewhere and has a bunch of data and nobody knows what to do with it because it's not connected to anything. Uh, it's just a, a box that you find in a, in a cellar that it may be important, mm-hmm. but we, we're scared of throwing away because it may be important and may have some important lessons or memories that we will need in the future. So mm-hmm. um, that, that's something that I think we're just wired to do that's what Mm -hmm. we're wired to do so Mm -hmm. what should we do what should we do is then be aware of that be aware that this is my nature as a human it's my nature Mm -hmm. to hoard it's my nature to save it's my nature to to be afraid of throwing things away it's my nature to hunt and gather Mm -hmm. so as soon as i have that awareness then i'm doing it consciously okay so then like okay do I point. need to save this? Because it's about keeping 
keeping that in your conscience. It says, okay, now yeah. do I need to save this? So you're doing it with awareness instead of just just doing it on autopilot, like save, save, yeah. save, save, save. So now you you're checking how important is this. Yeah. Am I doing this because of my nature or am I doing this because it's important? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's, it, it will be very difficult for us to change our nature. Yeah. Of course, there are a bunch of books out there and, uh, and YouTube uh, videos uh, trying to teach people minimalism and uh, mm. how to get rid of uh, the um, excess that they, they're carrying around. Mm. Um, yeah, it is, it is a, awareness is the first thing that, um, we, we need to, to be aware of, our, of what we're doing and do we actually need something, whether it's data or, or objects or whatever it is. Uh, that's the first, very first step. Yep. I love it. So, all right, let's change the subject now to your other passion in life. All right. Cause I know last year you had the goal of. Running how many kilometers? Um, I was I intended to run a thousand kilometers last year. Okay, well, give me the big reveal now. What did you end up doing? Mm, one thousand one hundred and forty. Whoa! Congratulations! Thank you. That's huge. And it's huge, but it's also kind of meh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! What, what? You smashed your goal. I know, and that's 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 the that's the big thing is that um, you have to have a crazy goal. And, and let me let me say, nobody believed that I was going to run a thousand kilometers. Start because I started from scratch. Mm. Uh, two years uh, before, I was running about thirty kilometers per year. <laughs> okay, I was not a runner. I hated it all my life. Um, it's boring. It's monotonous. It's, it's just not for me. Yeah. But you know, things change and, and it, you have to change. Uh, but wait, how did it change? If you, if it was really boring, monotonous, not for you, what, yeah. what turned you onto it? Think, do things that are uncomfortable. So I was thinking, you know, I'm, uh, I turned 45, um, uh, two years ago almost. Mm. And, um, as it was now or never. Okay. And what I wanted to do was just to get kind of in a better shape. I didn't have a focus on what I wanted to do. So I started in August 2018. And by December 2018, I was not running as, as much as I could. So in, in December of 2018, I decided I put myself this, uh, put this goal forward for, uh, of, of running a thousand kilometers. Excellent. So I, I I didn't essentially start with a with a clear goal, and that, that's the problem. If you don't have a goal, you know, you know, just wander around and do something aimlessly, and you yep. lose motivation, and you lose focus, and lose commitment, and Absolutely. and then you quit. Yeah. <laughs> so so I had this crazy crazy goal of running a thousand kilometers, and uh, nobody believed that I could do it. I kind of felt that I could do it. I did the math, and I said, yeah, why not? It's it's possible. Um, if, if I stay healthy and I didn't stay healthy all the way through, um, that kind of actually was, uh, just, uh, nine kilometers before I could reach my goal that I was, um, I had a big flu and, uh, I thought, man, this is not, not going to end well. And then I hurt my foot. So okay. that was, uh, it was a crazy thing, but so I, yeah, I completely your did. final total would have been higher if 
i den her IFA? Two, yeah, I essentially missed about two months of of running due to injuries and uh, and having a fold. A couple wow. Of And still, But, yeah. you did a thousand one hundred. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. So let me it, ask: Did you run every day, or was it every week, or every few days? Um, how many kilometers did you average per run? Six point five kilometers per run, which is crazy considering. Which my is like every run. other day. <clears throat> yeah, I was running every other day. One hundred and seventy. It's one hundred and seventy one runs okay. uh, over the over the two thousand nineteen, and uh, that's I every other day. Wow. Almost, yeah. Um, and uh, the body does get used to it, um, but you, you cannot forget stretching. That's, that's, that's the one thing that I learned, and I hurt my back because I didn't stretch, didn't take care of my, my body, and uh, that's, uh, that cost me three, almost a month of uh, downtime. Okay, and, so uh, would that be your um, quick, obvious tip for running, stretching, or do you have a... Give me a quick, obvious tip for start slow. Okay. Start slow. Everybody's going to overtake you. Don't don't compare yourself to anybody. Uh, go your own pace, but go. <laughs> no matter what the weather, I know. I know you've been uh, amazed at, uh, at at me going out there in this uh, drizzle, rain, plus one temperatures, dark and gloomy and miserable out there. But it. It changes uh, your mind changes, and that's the that's the kind of thing that I learned is that through going through this uncomfortable thing, your 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 mind does change, and you don't see the darkness and the gloomy as as it you used to before you started running. Mm. Before 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 I started running, I was. Ah uh, hell no! I'm not never gonna run in the winter time. Never mm, ever, especially given where you live. <laughs> we, yeah, we live yeah. in Finland. Exactly. Uh, so hell no, I'm not gonna do this. But uh, your mind changes. Uh, it becomes comfortable with the uncomfortable. Excellent. And uh, and I'm actually at the point where I'm. I was just thinking about this this morning that um, what would make me more uncomfortable. Um, I, I'm actually starting to embrace the uncomfortable. Wow. And that's one, one of those weird things that has happened to me uh, over that's the That's the past, only way uh, we grow. You cannot grow absolutely. with comfort. Listen, we're not young anymore. So <laughs> I hate it when, when I'm looking at expected uh, running times per kilometer at different age groups. Oh, okay. And, and uh, it's painful to look at the expectations Oh, what is it? What, what's the expectation? Let's say we're, we're not expected to do what we do, not even close. One thing that I wanted to do with this running was not only to grow personally, but also to help other people and see that, hey, that guy, really that guy, <laughs> he run a thousand kilometers. He, he, he run what? So to, to kind of inspire other people that uh, are not doing what they could be doing that I th if i can inspire one person that that's that's fantastic oh well, you've definitely yeah. inspired one person because <laughs> i'm very inspired so and i'm sure you've inspired many more hopefully hopefully yeah and uh yeah so that's that's now you asked previously how did i run every day i'm actually running every day now yeah that's, so well that's my next question now so what is your goal for 2020 <sighs> i've 
never run a marathon, so I'll run a marathon this year. Wow. I signed up for my first 10K race uh, in Helsinki in, in uh, April. Wow. And um, let's see what else. Um, I'm actually not going to run that many more kilometers per year, but I, I came up with this thing that as, as I'm looking for funding for my company, yeah. I want to be really uncomfortable. Uh, and uh, I, I put these two things together. So I decided uh, I'm going to run every day until I get funding for my company. <laughs> okay, excellent. Rain or shine, I'll be out there. I don't know if... if if and when we get funding for the company, will I stop, stop. running every day yeah, yeah. or will I just keep it as a challenge? That's a great point. But yeah. So if I run every day for 366 uh, days, because it's a leap year, mm. um, then that will be an, a, a completely ludicrous number <laughs> that I will get this year. And um, I, I was, I'm not even prepared to, mentally to 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 say that those numbers out loud because that would be mm. just crazy and of course there there will be injury time and probably get a cold or two and some travel and some stuff that will maybe stop me from running every day but that's until i achieve this ludicrous thing that uh, i need funding for my company to to move forward i'll run every day yep and you just did you just said it out loud so yeah, it's there. Awesome. Yes. So rain or shine, Tan. <laughs> when are we gonna go for a run? <laughs> okay, I will, I'll, I'll join I'll you. I'll teach you. I'll teach you now. It's, I'll join uh, you for one day. But uh, sure. And I can run. I can run to your house and pick you up. If you promise to run slow. Yes, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, cool. Of course, that that's a, that's the point. Uh, start uh, start slow, and um, that's my problem with trying to run previously is that I had this crazy thing that I wanted to compare myself to a younger me mm. and um, to other people. And uh, I hadn't realized that uh, it's my own path that I have to, to go through and I have to take it slow and it has, it has to be a long project. So it's not just something that I will pick up immediately as easy as running is. And we all think that we know how to run, but we don't, which is crazy since we are, human beings and we we're built for running okay but we we forgot along the way what have we forgotten tell me one thing that 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 you learned about running that say i wouldn't know because i've i never run um that we're capable of more than we think that we can uh do so uh, i think we we're very we very easily quit it yeah, I'll just take the bus. I'll I'll walk the rest of the way. Yeah, we forgot. Yeah. We we forgot how how it is to chase a, a wild boar in in a forest or run away from predators. And well, there's also we there's this you know there's this belief that once you hit your limit, mm -hmm. you have like another fifty percent to go. Uh, well, David Goggins says that we only we only give forty percent, so there's there's still sixty percent left. Yeah, there's and, a whole uh, bunch of you know what's like there's a whole bunch left yeah. in our in our. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tank. And and it, we're so we're so easy. Oh, I can't anymore. Oh, I'm so tired, and it's just not not true. Um, whether that's running or, or building a startup or building a business or doing something in your life, 
it's just not true. We we can do so much more, but we're so comfortable. In, we're not in our used day. to doing difficult things. Yes, absolutely. And this is the uncomfortable part. We're not used to being uncomfortable. We we have all these comforts around us, and we 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 so easily say, "Oh, I'll I'll watch Netflix instead of doing A B C D E." And uh, I can do that tomorrow, and then tomorrow becomes a week, and uh, a month, a year, etc. So yeah, and it's completely so, so, understandable because throughout our yeah. history and evolution, what we try to do is we try to build easier lives for ourselves. Like what you're mm-hmm. doing with your company, you're trying to ease, <laughs> yes. right? You're trying to ease data connection and data yeah. communication and data science and data organization you're trying to make yeah. it easier that's what we try yeah. to do so then <laughs> absolutely we and, made and life it, easy for ourselves and even our ancestors have. tool yeah and even the tools that i'm using right now the no code tools <laughs> are making it easier for, for everybody make, yeah yeah for for everybody to do something and yeah it is absolutely right we, we're trying to make our lives easier in many, many ways. Which is fine. Uh, We're supposed to be trying to make our lives easier. But then we have to remember that we shouldn't lose our ability to do difficult things. We want to have easy as an option, but to be able to do difficult things should be a skill that we don't lose. Yes. And uh, and that's one of the things that I I learned from from all of, of this running is that we... It is difficult, and we even this easy thing of, of of running that we should all be able to do. It is difficult to do consistently, and uh, looking at the weather and all the variables, that it, it it becomes difficult. And equally, building a company that's that's a very very difficult task to do. So and and yeah. Well, anything worthwhile uh, is not going to be easy, and it, that's yeah. the definition of worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah, you won't feel like you've achieved anything. But um, some people are okay with that. I'm not. Good. Right, yeah. I think that's our so, time. Thank you so much, Marco. It's always you, a pleasure Tom. speaking to you. Thank you, you too. And, and uh, please come back again. Will do. And uh, I will I will uh, pick you up one of these days for <laughs> that run. Yeah, maybe, maybe a sunnier, warmer day for me. No. <laughs> It's better to start when it's uncomfortable. Yeah, you're then right. Then it only gets better. Then, then it only gets better. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to start <laughs> okay, mentally preparing myself for that. Yeah, and uh, embracing it. You know, oh, it's horrible weather outside. I that's love it. Why I'll do it? Yes, yeah. exactly. And um, and that's exactly the reason to to do it because nobody else is doing it, and it because it's difficult, and that's why we have to do it. That was Marco Lauhiela. His company is Relevant. You can find him online at relevant.net. That's R-E-L-E-F-A-N-T.net. I hope you enjoyed listening. I haven't been out running with him yet. However, since I recorded this conversation, I have made it a point of walking everywhere really fast. All right, that's it for me. I'm Tan Lei. This is Noticing the Obvious. I hope you noticed a couple of obvious things that were useful to you. Thanks for listening and join me again next time.